Like, I couldn't believe that there was really a trail there. And yeah. I mean, I was just like, oh, it my worked. God. Oh, my God. It happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, Actually, so I didn't I have a whole lot of faith in my planning until about day three when I was like, oh, we got this. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Jump Podcast. I'm your host, Traveling Jackie, and I'm here to explore travel, adventure, and lifestyle in ways meant to motivate you to move and get out and see the world. Let this show be a source of travel advice and inspiration, but remember that in the end, it's you who takes the leap. Dobra dan, dobro večer, dobro jutro. Um, hi, everybody. I am coming to you from the Balkans today, where I just finished a four-day through-hike on the Via Dinarica, it's called, um, or if you don't pronounce it with an accent, Via Dinarica. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've been in Europe now for a few weeks, starting with a conference in Sweden, and then I spent some time in Munich and the Alps in Austria and the Dolomites in Italy. And um, yes, I did go to Oktoberfest again. This time I actually got to go check out the Oidewiesen, is what it's called, um, which is the more traditional Oktoberfest right next door to the one that we all know and already love. It was like a sophisticated Oktoberfest. It was so amazing. But that is a story for another day. Uh, because today we are going to talk about the Via Dinarica. Um, so first of all, after Munich, I flew to Sarajevo. And you might know Sarajevo from the 1984 Olympics. You may also remember it from the news in the 90s as well, because there was a war and a lot of political unrest. And that's a major understatement. This was actually my second trip to Sarajevo. I went with Busabout on a bus trip through the Balkans back in 2015, the first time. And I really loved it. Um, This city is where they they say East meets West. Um, It's like a meeting point of Western culture and Middle Eastern culture. And in one pedestrian street in the middle of the city, there's actually a line through the street that said, like in bronze, that says East meets West. And on one side, you see, uh, on the East side, you see dark wood buildings, like market style with mosques and Bosnian coffee and all that. And then on the other side, you see bright Western shops with storefronts and like cathedrals. And it's not actually segregating this line. It, people walk back and forth across it all over the time, all the time without probably even noticing. But um, it is just so cool to observe the differences on the two sides, which is part of the same beautiful city. And also the food is delicious. The people are so nice and welcoming the city has a river running through it with bridges and it's surrounded by mountains. There's so much history to dive into. It's really, really a place you should consider putting on your list if you haven't been. Um, and if you do go, eat at a place called Dveri. It's D-V-E-R-I. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so I came here this time with a group of my girlfriends from Montana, actually, and our purpose was to spend a few days hiking on the Via Dinarica. And the Via Dinarica is a long distance trail. It's about 1200 miles and it follows the Dinaric Alps from north to south-ish. Um, it starts in Slovenia 
So just to orient you, this is talking, I'm talking about Southeastern Europe. So if you go to the Northeastern border of Italy, you'll hit Slovenia. So that starts in Slovenia and goes uh, south through Croatia, Serbia, Bosnia and Herzegovina, Montenegro, Kosovo, and then it ends in Albania. Um, And there's not a lot of information out there about how to plan a trip there since it's a relatively new trail. I think that they um, opened it officially in like 2015, if I'm not mistaken. Um, And so I wanted to do a podcast about it, about how we chose it and how we planned our trip. And when I say we, I really mean there was one out of the five of us girls who did all the planning. And that's my friend, Jolie. Um, So she's going to be the main voice that you're going to hear with me today. But we actually recorded this all together in our Airbnb after the hike. So you're going to hear a few other voices as well. And um, those are going to be my friends, uh, Susie, Thale, and Sabrina. And so Jolie is going to give us some tips about how she put it all together with uh, what she could find about it online. And, uh, and also, this is a really great example of an off-the-beaten-path trip. Um, we literally did not see another hiker in four days on this trail. And um, one of you guys asked recently about how to pick an off-the-beaten-path destination and how you know it'll be good and how you plan a trip like that and et cetera. And so we're going to get into that a little bit um, into our take on that as well. This episode is supported by World Packers. World Packers is a community of over 1 million travelers and hosts collaborating together to make travel more accessible to those seeking a profound cultural experience. It is a work in exchange for a room opportunity that values environmentalism, authenticity, growth, and working together above all else and makes a great effort to provide the best and safest volunteering experience possible. You can volunteer a few hours a day in exchange for free accommodation all over the world. With verified hosts in over 170 countries, you can use World Packers to find opportunities with eco projects, hostels, NGOs, communities, and all kinds of interesting things. You can read reviews of the projects from other travelers as well. It's a great way to enjoy real cultural exchange while making an impact in the destinations you visit. I can attest to that. I've traveled like this before. And of course, it's also a great way to help you save a lot of money. It does cost $49 per year to be a member, which gives you access to communicating with hosts and you get verified as a traveler, but they're offering a $20 discount just for jump listeners. So go to travelingjackie.com slash worldpackers and the discount will already be applied there. Or if you find yourself on the World Packers page another way, just use promo code jump and save $20 when you become a member. Either way works and you'll be opened to literally a world of opportunity. This is a great deal, you guys, but just a warning, it will leave you daydreaming at work. I've been there. So I know some of you have already commented on my Instagram posts about about this group of women that I've traveled with and where did I find them? And these are actually all friends of mine from Montana. And about six years ago, two of them planned a trip to Nicaragua and the rest of us sort of just kept joining onto the trip until we had formed a group. And now we've taken three overseas trips together. uh, And we're always thinking about planning the next one. So it really is a special group of adventurous friends. I highly recommend you find a group of friends like this. 
of your own. Um, I'm so grateful to have this group of girls to travel with. I cannot say enough about the magic of it. Um, they are like family to me. So um, I'm going to quickly set the scene for you. Uh, we ended our hike in a village called Tientiste, which is in southern Bosnia, close to the Montenegro border. And it really was just a couple of, this village is like a couple of dispersed hotels. And when I say dispersed, it's like 800 meters apart or just like random buildings. There's a local restaurant. There's a beautiful war monument across the way from our Airbnb. And this area was super, super lush, tons of trees and grass and green and really dramatic mountains going steeply up on either side of the village, which was sort of just in a very narrow valley. Um, and we had just descended through what felt like a rainforest, um, especially since it was raining on our last day. It, it was just thick and jungly and so beautiful. Um, and so it was just, it's very wet. It reminded me a lot of, um, I guess, Costa Rica when I was in it, actually. And then this valley was just, I mean, mountainous and gorgeous. There was a thick and low-hanging cloud cover. And the only person in the village who spoke English was our Airbnb host besides us. So if that gives you any kind of Im imagination about where we were, uh, we were inside of our Airbnb. The five of us were all sitting around the microphone um, rehashing some of the details of our trip together. So I'm going to play that for you now. So here we go. We are in Tientiste, Bosnia, which is in Southern Bosnia. And I am with four of my girlfriends from the US. Um, and so I want them to say hi real quick. We have Susie, Sabrina, Jolie, and Thale with us. Say hey, ladies. Hey. <laughs> hey. Um, and we just completed four days hiking on part of the Via Dinarica, which is a long distance trail that goes uh, through the Dinaric Alps from Slovenia and ends in Albania from north to south. Um, and so we just did a section on the white trail, uh, which actually, Jolie, maybe you can help explain in a second here. But um, I specifically wanted to talk to these ladies and my friend Jolie in particular, because she is the magician behind this trip um, who planned everything. And this was not an easy trip to plan because there's not a lot of information on the Internet about this particular trail. And so when we decided, and the reason that we chose this, I should probably say this too, is that um, I knew about this trail. This is a relatively new trail. It was, I think, unveiled or debuted or however you want to say it in 2015. Um, I could be wrong about that, but it's very new. And right now it's 2019. So there's not a whole lot of information online. And so when it comes to the planning, when it came to the planning of this trail, of this trip, uh, it was pretty difficult, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so how did you even start? Like, what did you do to start this trip? Well, I, I knew we wanted to go to Bosnia. Yeah. So I could narrow it down there. Mm -hmm. And there is a really great website uh, about the Via Dinarica, which would be great if I could tell you the name of that. I can find it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> that lists all of the different where people rate sections of the trail. Okay. Uh, so I literally went through, I narrowed down every section in Bosnia and then looked for some of the best ratings and tried to see how I could link it together within mileage that we could actually figure out. 
So I narrowed it down based on literally people's reviews, but there are only, hmm. you know, each review, each section of the trail only had about three reviews. Then I was looking for segments. We didn't want to carry tents with us. Yeah. And so I was looking for places that actually had either hut to hut or that. So I was taking the best pieces, then looking for places that had huts or kind of, you know, overnight bed and breakfast that locals offered or that we went through town so we could stay in hotels. So mm-hmm. I was trying to find areas that had those. And then I finally found one section that seemed to piece together. And once I found that section, which kept us all, I think our longest day was 11 or 12 miles. Mm-hmm. And it kept all of our days to under, at least under 12 miles, which was a goal. Yeah. And I didn't want to do over 40 miles total. Um, so I found that. And then somehow when I started calling around, to see if I could actually rent that hut or rent that bed and breakfast they had availability, which I got really lucky yeah, with. Yeah, well, we're also off season we are for off this season. area. Mm-hmm. This is, what is this right now? The beginning of October. Mm-hmm. Uh, so end of September, beginning of October is when we did this trip. Um, so yeah, this is fall, definitely fall. We really lucked out with the weather actually, but um, it is off season for tourism. So that probably was in our favor to For find sure. space and the availability in the huts. And I made it sound easy, but that did take about 40 hours to try to understand yeah, how everything lot. pieced together. And I used a lot of different map programs mm-hmm. because I had to, I arranged transportation and I had to find actual coordinates of trailheads in the middle of nowhere. Um, we were driving down a dirt road mm-hmm. with a very lovely young man who was driving us down this crazy yeah. dirt road and dropped us off in the middle of nowhere. In the mm-hmm. middle of nowhere. Uh, we should talk about that because you found that transportation uh, through Airbnb, right? Yeah. How did that end up? Because we didn't even stay at this person's no. Airbnb. She she listed that she provided lug. She has an Airbnb. Okay. Like she actually can stay at her place, and she had. And she also mentioned that she provides luggage storage and um, transportation. How did you find her? I was googling luggage storage. Okay. In, googling uh, luggage storage. Okay. That's where okay. we all met each other, and I found her that way. And so I reached out to her, and that was last May, and she. She's lovely, but she basically told me I was crazy that she couldn't coordinate a ride that far out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So uh, as we got closer, I worked with her to coordinate transportation. And so she did an amazing job getting us all situated yeah. and getting our putting our coordinates in and getting the driver on board. So uh, she helped a lot. There were so many moving that. parts to planning this. There were a lot. And yes. yet we didn't pay anything until we got here. Nobody wanted a deposit mm-hmm. for anything. No, pretty much everything I booked, they said, okay, it will be as you please. That no, was pretty no much problem. what I got. No, no problem. problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've gotten that a so lot. So no confirmation mm-hmm. numbers. No. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we just kind of had to buy a con Dios. <laughs> 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 yeah. Our first night was in a guest house um, with some lovely people in the countryside who didn't speak any English. <laughs> None. <laughs> <laughs> they were so rabid smokers. Did they oh speak yeah, Spanish though. <laughs> <laughs> nope. They didn't I tried speak anything. Yeah, um, anything that we could. We looked up some Bosnian words and pretty much got by. She actually had the Google Translate on her phone and mm-hmm. and uh, and held up the phone a couple times. What did she ask us? What time we wanted breakfast? What time we wanted mm-hmm. breakfast and if we wanted coffee before breakfast. <laughs> Yeah, she was really sweet. And her food was delicious. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and she, we have a friend of ours here who's celiac, and she accommodated our friend. That's true. Which yeah. was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and they sent us off with lunches for a day um, <laughs> of huge, lots of food. And then we had, wait, so how did you find them? That was just in the reviews? Yeah. I okay. just, someone said it was, actually someone said they were celiac mm-hmm. and I knew that I was looking, making sure we could eat uh, gluten-free mm-hmm. meals. So I saw that in someone's review of that particular bed and breakfast. That's why I contacted them. Yeah. That was perfect. They were on the trail. Right on that the trail. That is really mm-hmm. sweet of you, by the way. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. <laughs> I care about you, my friends. <laughs> so yeah, that was, and then she transported us to the trailhead. The, the second next day. trailhead. Mm-hmm. So we cut off a solid ten miles, thank God, mm-hmm. of the second day, and that mm-hmm. was part of piecing it together. Was finding a ride from yeah. that bed and breakfast to our next trailhead, so we weren't doing twenty some miles. Yeah, but in the end, the host is the one who did it for us, so that was really easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah it worked out really well. And then the second two nights, we stayed in forest service cabins, which were really nice. They didn't have electricity, but they had running water, good mm-hmm. enough to drink. Cold water. Cold water. Cold water. Mm-hmm. Not hot water, right? We even stayed with a forest ranger on the first night, or a park ranger. Our concierge. Was, yeah, he was so sweet. He didn't speak a word of English. Um, and somehow we got by with plenty of conversation. He gave us beer. He brought beer. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's talk about wayfinding for a minute, because what were the important things for preparation for this trip? We had to have some apps downloaded. Mm-hmm. We had to have food prepared for uh, two nights, lunches, dinners, breakfasts. And then um, we brought our own sleeping bags, too, even though we didn't end up necessarily needing them. We found linens, but we had to be prepared for all of these wild card factors right. that we weren't sure about. This is part of this is part of this kind of travel. It was quite an adventure. And quite an adventure. for the wayfinding, mm-hmm. every one of us downloaded maps.me mm-hmm. and downloaded the Bosnian maps on that. And then three of us we bought the subscription to All Trails Pro so that we could actually download maps with specific waypoints that I had marked on there, um, which with very specific um, GPS coordinates. And you can download those with different layers so you can actually see a topo map. Yeah. And really, that's all we needed because we couldn't find paper maps. So the fact that we all had access to some sort of mapping system that we could compare, we were able to find our way the entire time. Mm -hmm. And I think using both of those maps together was really helpful because Mm -hmm. with maps.me at least on my phone, I could see which direction we were pointing and the actual trail was in the map, which was really helpful. And so you could use your phone like a compass to make sure you're actually facing the right direction on the trail. And then with the other one, we could always make sure we were on the right trail. Uh, So they worked really well together. That's a really good point. Mm -hmm. So I've had one of my listeners uh, recently asked me, how do we know (laughs) what is a good destination for off the beaten path travel and how do you even go about starting and i wanted to bring this up with you because this is a really good example this trip is a really perfect example of off the beaten path quite literally (laughs) and so basically how what is your take on how to even answer that question how do you know where to go how do you choose the destination and how do you start planning that's a hard question i don't think there is a right answer but well, and 
you know, the five of us travel together a lot. Mm-hmm. And even as we're scheming our next trip, we we all keep throwing out ideas of maybe a country or a continent or, you know, do we want it to be a hiking trip? Do we want it to be a safari? Do we want it to be a beach trip? I mean, we start talking about those things, right? And then we whittle it down to where we might want to go. I will, I will say now, today, because we have the internet, it's so much easier to find off the beaten path types of trips. And so if you can start narrowing down to an area like we did here for Bosnia, Mm -hmm. we knew Bosnia, we knew we were going to do a hiking trail. Yeah. Then we can really start to say, and there are more, so the Via Danarca has a white trail, which is a mountainous trail. And it has a coast, it has a, there are two other sections of it. There's a green trail and the blue trail. And one is coastal. I'm not sure what, which one's which, but we did the white trail. I kind of chose that because I know I prefer mountains over a coast. So you guys didn't have a say in that. (laughs) um, (laughs) luckily we all agree yeah (laughs) and so I mean it's kind of once you start you just have to start you know narrowing it down which is what I ended up doing so I knew we narrowed it down to Bosnia I narrowed it down to White Trail and then I narrowed Mm -hmm. it down to you know things that had good ratings things that had backcountry huts like it kept you know it kept Mm -hmm. going smaller and smaller and smaller until I found this literal literal 40 miles that we were going to hike and that's you know, that's not easy to do, but I'd say that with the internet, you can pretty much find anything now and you just have to be creative in how you search for things. We did not see one single hiker mm. during those 40 miles. No. One single Mm-mm. other hiker on the trail for four days. Yeah. Yeah. That is off the beaten path mm-hmm. as we've ever gotten, I think. Mm-hmm. Very much. Yep. But I think, so what I'm, what I'm hearing and what I'm what I agree with about what you just said is it's really, it's what we wanted to do. We weren't saying, Oh, what is everybody else doing? We're thinking, okay, what's interesting to us. We like hiking. We like mountains. We knew Via Dinarica was an option because it's on our radar. And we kind of just narrowed it down according to what we liked and what we could fit into our days. From that point though, it's, it is a risk because mm-hmm. you don't really know what you're getting into. Like we said, we didn't have confirmation numbers no. for anything. We haven't worked with these, these people before. So we didn't know if it would work out. You yeah. kept saying before this trip, we, we were all so grateful that Jolie was planning everything. And she says, don't, don't praise me yet. Like, let's wait until <laughs> we see if it all works and comes together. And now on the last day, we're literally about to part ways here. Um, it did all come together. It, it ended did. up working quite well, but we didn't know that that was going to happen. There's mm-hmm. no guarantee when you choose off the beaten path you're kind of signing up for an adventure when we showed up to the second forest cabin and there was a group of people on the porch yeah Mm -hmm. there was a moment of uh (laughs) uh-oh is this right yeah (laughs) and when the guy told us not possible that you're staying here Uh, (laughs) but we have reserved yeah i mean if you think about it what is a confirmation number Everyone's had a confirmation number and still gotten schooled. Yeah. Like you show up true. and they're like, nope, we don't have your room. That's true. But mm-hmm. I have a number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. It just feels yeah. formal. It feels mm-hmm. more formal that way. But a it regular does. person just telling you like, it will be done. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And that's all we you got. You kind of have to believe yeah. it yeah. Mm-hmm. to do this trip. Totally. And it's every true. person we met have been so lovely and yeah. so helpful and so accommodating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably we have just so three. amazed that they're seeing five American women hiking through the Bosnian Alps together. Yeah. <laughs> Not by 
<laughs> not five men. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and I will say that when we got dropped off in the middle of nowhere for our first stretch of the trail, I was ecstatic. Like I couldn't <laughs> believe that there was really a trail there. And yeah. I, mean, I was just like, oh it my worked. God, oh my God, it happened. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't have a whole lot of faith in my planning until about day three when I was like, oh, we got this. Mm-hmm. So, and I think our driver was, we actually asked him, do you think it's strange that we're you're taking us to the middle of nowhere and dropping us off? And I remember one of his answers was, I don't want to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll be fine. We'll see you in three days. He's picking us up today too at our end point. So in like an hour. Reconnect with him. Yeah. But well, um, I think one of the one of the biggest things too about this trip has been that since it's such a a young trail, there was a lot of of uh, a lot of not like missed tur- not even missed turns, but where the trail just sort of disappeared in front of us, and we really had to rely on our maps. So I think because of our preparedness, we were we knew what we were signing up for. We had researched and prepared enough that we were ready for the adventure. And I think that's really important. Like you can't go into a trip like this blind or unprepared. We knew what we needed to do to prepare ourselves. And we were actually delighted, I think, to find that we didn't need as much food or as much bedding as we had prepared for, but we Mm -hmm. were ready for it just in case we needed it. Um, I definitely think that's, if you're going to go off the beaten path, you just need to be prepared, know what you're getting yourself into. And then it's just an adventure. All of it's just Mm -hmm. part finding bushwhacking up and down mountains is an adventure. It was great. And I highly recommend it to everybody. And I I would say there's no reason you can't do it if you're willing to put the time in and the research in ahead of time. Absolutely. It just takes a lot of work. Yeah, but you can figure it out. Are you posting this on your website? Yeah, I'll do a post on it. (laughs) Make it easy for everybody out there. Thanks, Jolie. (laughs) Thanks, (laughs) my pleasure she's making it possible for us um yeah but this is an incredible incredible we ended in a place called sutieska national park and we're deeming it the yosemite of the balkans because it's there's a lot of high peaks granite it's amazing out there the views one of you guys said it was one of your favorite days ever though i think that was you i think on day three i had a moment when we came around a corner and I looked out over like this amazing vista and I thought, wow, this might actually be one of the coolest things I've ever done. Mm. Yeah. We earned it. Yeah, we did. We did, did. but it was such a great adventure. I'm really grateful to have you guys to travel with. What were your favorite memories from this week? We have so many. Let's share a few. Someone (laughs) just said poker by candlelight. Because we didn't have electricity. We had candles in the huts. And there was a game of poker with toothpicks for betting chips. Uh-huh. Toothpicks. For, yeah, money. I think the ranger that we met on our first night in the park who had beer for you guys. Oh, my gosh, yeah. He was just such he was so cute. a sweetie. Mm-hmm. Even though we couldn't talk. We hung out all night. Yeah, all <laughs> night. morning with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was just great. He really was. He gave us kisses. When that he was yeah. great, though, when we went to that really windy vista, and all yeah. of a sudden there was oh. this huge mountain in front mm-hmm. of us, that moment mm-hmm. there was, like, 
Wow, this is cool. Mm-hmm. That was the most scenic portion for sure. It was gorgeous. That was amazing. So I would beautiful. Say all the different terrain that you saw throughout and all the different mm-hmm. views. Yeah, we went from like pampa, like grass fields, really rocky, to like to primeval rains. Yeah, yeah, beach yeah. forests. Rainforest at the end. Yeah, we did have a day in the rain, the last day. I just like saying primeval. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) The last primeval forest in Europe. And yeah, the rain was a blast though. Because we knew we were coming to a warm place and a warm shower Mm -hmm. and it just dumped on us. I mean, it was slick and steep mm-hmm. and mudslides. Mudslides. Mm-hmm. Susie falling out on her butt. Mm-hmm. And thunder. Yeah. Sound thunder. Matters. That was crazy. A lot of thunder. Well, thank you for sharing. And thanks for coming on my podcast with me. It's fun to have you guys all on here. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are meeting some of my best friends here. Um, okay. Well, cool. Anything else you guys want to add about a kind of trip like this or anything before we sign out from Bosnia? Trust a good friend like Jolie to plan it all. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Everybody needs a Jolie. (laughs) But she's our friend, not yours. (laughs) You can't have her. We're not giving you her number. (laughs) Uh, All right. Thank you guys so much for being here. Okay. Um, I do want to add that the websites you can use are via dinarica.com and then Jolie used outdooractive.com as well to figure out logistics. So um, if you like to hike and you like getting off the beaten path, maybe you need some time away from other people or just unplugged or maybe you just want to go on a big adventure. Seriously, guys, consider the via Dinarica. Consider the Balkans. Um, actually, I have a small world story that I, I want to share with you. I'm, I'm in Croatia right now for a project with biketours.com. I'm actually on a boat. <laughs> so you might hear the engine in the background. I'm not sure. But um, I'm on a bike and boat trip similar to the one that I'm going to be hosting next year. But that's beside the point. Um, so in Croatia, I have two friends in Croatia, meaning like I know two people who live in this country. And when I was passing through the airport in Zagreb on my way to split from Sarajevo, I ran into one of them (laughs) and it's not just that, but he was on my same flight to split. I just thought that was so crazy, but it didn't seem like a coincidence because that friend happens to be one of the driving forces behind the Via Dinarica project. Originally, he actually did a lot of work to help make the trail a reality and market it and even build some of the trails. So it was so cool to run into him and to get to talk to him about it right after I had done it. And it made me feel good that I experienced firsthand the result of all the hard work that he had put in and his colleagues. This is a new trail connecting the Balkans. It's absolutely beautiful. It's off the beaten path. There are amazing places to stay and people to meet along the way. And I and my friends got to experience all of it because of the efforts of people who had a dream to make that trail a reality. It's just so cool. And I encourage you guys to consider doing this too. I hope that this episode helped you start to wrap your mind around an off the beaten path trip, especially hiking the Via Generica, 
The Balkans is not suffering from over-tourism right now. <laughs> they can definitely take more travelers. So go there. Check out how beautiful this region is. Come here. I guess I'm here right now. And um, yeah, let me know if you're going to hike the Via Genarica. That would make me so happy. All right, guys. Um, thank you so much for listening. And like I said, I'm on a boat. We're about to make a swim stop. And I know that there's a paddleboard. So I'm out for now, but I will catch you guys later. Thanks so much.